and we welcome you to this edition of Tuesday People, the podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Album. I'm the author of the book, Tuesdays with Maury, upon which this podcast is inspired. Lisa Goitsch is alongside. She inspires us every week simply by being my friend and producer of this program. Aww. My partner in whatever you would call this. Not crime, for sure. That's no. my part. Your partner in, or in uh, uh, analysis. Thoughts, examination. Thoughts and hopes yeah. in life. Well, I'm not your life partner. The you don't know. No, you is. got you got one of those, and I got one of those. We're all we're all good in that department. Yeah. Uh, so today, I want to talk about a, a timely topic. When I say timely, I mean timely, like calendar time. We are in the month of March, and it occurred to me earlier today when I was thinking about the podcast that the only thing that really uh, distinguishes March in terms of the characteristics of the month is that famous expression, in like a lion, out like a lamb. Remember? Oh, yeah, That's yeah. That's what March is. In like a lion, out like a lamb. And I began to think how many things in life actually follow that pattern. It's a great expression. In like a lion, out like a lamb. Now, in the case of March, it's meant to refer to the weather. Yes. Starts with snow and storms and wind. But by the time it's over, spring is just around the corner. It's actually technically begun. And we have mild weather, thus the lamb. So the lion is the winter and the lamb is the spring. But think about the marches in your life that repeat themselves over and over again in a pattern of in like a lion, out like a lamb. And you realize that there are many things that we build up to be lions that in the end we find out actually are closer to lambs by the time we're done with them. Interesting. I'll I'll walk you through a few of the course of your life. First day of school. Everybody can recall that in their deep hidden psyche, right? The first day of school. Oh, yes. Terrified, yes. right? Even Terrified. The first, the first one ever, right? First like one ever, whatever it was for you, whether it was- Kindergarten. Nursery priest, school, kindergarten. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. The, the day that you go and your mother or your father takes you there and you have to let go of their hand and you have to go inside some other building that isn't your home. Another building that isn't your home and you are marching, going inside it, and you're looking over your shoulder back at the parent that dropped you off, and you are mortified. You are crying. (laughs) You're terrified. Am I bringing back some memories here, right? Yes. You remember that moment when you had to let go of the hand that you were holding, and then maybe you had to hold hands with the other kids or your teacher's hand, the strange people who were leading you into this building, and you're there. Your, your your parents, your mother, your father, fading. They're fading away, disappearing. Okay. You are just letting go of everything that you know and care about and love, right? It's okay. a lion of a moment. Okay. Can I tell you, I've never thought about it that way, but holy moly, you, you just painted like a horror story. <laughs> right? You went through it though, didn't you? Yeah, but because when you think about that though, like you don't think, I mean, as an adult, you know, when you look back on it, you don't think about, just this person who's never been anywhere else, like walking into this zone of right. like 
the unknown, complete the strangeness. Unknown. Yes, the zone of the unknown. No, mm-hmm. it's a nice rhyming phrase. The zone of the unknown, and yet that lion. How long did it take before the experience was a lamb? Might have been the end mm-hmm. of the day. Some mm-hmm. kids, by the time the end of the first day is over, they can't wait to get back. Yeah. Certainly by the end of the first week. So right in your early psyche is this built-in concept of in like a lion, but out like a lamb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that a little further ahead in life. Uh, Let's see. Your holy communion, your bar mitzvah, your bat mitzvah. Moments where you have to be in front of people for the first time. You think about it. You worry about it. You, I'm not up for this moment. I'm not, I'm not going to be able to take it. And then you get up on that stage. You get up on that pulpit. You get up on front of the congregation, whatever it is, and you pull it off. Maybe you pull it off flawlessly. Maybe you pull it off with a mistake or two. But you pull it off, you survive it, and it's over. It came in at you like a lion. But when it's done, you're like, eh, that wasn't so bad. That wasn't that wasn't what I thought it was going to be. That was more like a lamb. It wasn't nothing. It was just a manageable animal. Your first date, the buildup, the anticipation. Ah. Uh. Or the or a prom, the buildup, the anticipation, the, the, the nerves. Uh, how's it going to go? What am I supposed to do? What if there's? What am I supposed to kiss goodnight or not kiss goodnight? Or what are we? Uh, supposed- the kiss. The first time I knew I was going to kiss a boy, like I knew it was coming on a specific day. I was petrified. Right. Like I was turning to all of my more advanced girlfriends, like right. trying to ask them questions without looking stupid or like I was going to be, you know, not cool. I, I hesitate to ask how old you were because if you say like 21 or whatever, I'm going to No, no, no. I was young. I, I was young. I was in like sixth grade. Sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. 12. Yeah. yeah. It was, it yeah. was and mortified, right? Mortified. I mean, you turned that moment into a mm-hmm. lion. Right? Yes. That yes. was a lion of a moment. That was that was all the whiskers and all the teeth and all the claws and everything that a lion presented when you had to go meet that boy for the first time. And you're thinking about, you know, what's going to happen? When when's it going to happen? And what, what do I have to do? You probably couldn't even think about the whole evening because you're just thinking about what do I have to do at the end of it? Right. Yes. But now think about a year later after you had gone out with different boys or had, you know, or five years later. I was very busy in sixth grade. Yeah. yeah. I mean, was there anything more? You couldn't wait to get to the lamb at that part, right? (laughs) There was no lying about it. There was just a lamb. Yeah. Take your first day of college. Okay. That moment where you're, you're thinking, oh my God, I'm out of my own for my first time. My, my parents helped me bring the trunk into the room. We open it up, we put it in, and my mother goes through the drawers and puts down contact paper. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, uh, make sure that your pillow, you have pillowcases and all that. And then there's that moment where you want them to leave, uh, but you don't want them to leave. Yeah. And you want to be on your own, but you kind of want to go back home. And yeah. you're sort of ready for it, but you're not really ready for it. And the whole thing is looming. Like every beat of it is huge. Every beat is 
is a lion's paw on your neck. Every every beat is a lion's breath. Where do I go? What what's my first class? Who should I make friends with? You know, how will I get from point A to point B? All of that stuff. And then just think within a month, you're sleeping in. You got your friends, you know, your cafeteria routine, you know where your classes are, nothing is confusing. You're a big know-it-all by the time you go home for Thanksgiving break. You're like, you know, oh, I'm an adult. I don't need to do anything. You, 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 you become more of the lion to your parents than the experience was to you. But in like a lion, and then quickly it turns to a lamb. This pattern can repeat itself over and over again throughout the course of life. What's interesting to me is that even now at my age, in my 60s, I still find myself turning things into lions that really end up being lambs. They oh, all the time. Uh-huh. They are not or no longer first day of this or that, first day of a job, first interview, first experience, first it's not that anymore. It's more like, what does this mean? Right. What is this? What is this health signal? Why am I having this pain in this particular part of my body? And then boom, I turn it into a lion. It becomes a roaring worry. Or with the kids that we have at the orphanage, you know, when something goes wrong, a roaring worry. What's going to happen? What, what, where are we going to be able to take them? What about the doctors? What about? I find it at this age, it's much more about health things. I think about health-oriented things, and they're all lions at the beginning. Yeah, but I know the, you don't like those. No, but for the most part, most of them turn into lambs by the time you get it checked out. Oh, it's nothing, or it's this, it's that. It was just this, or there's an explanation for it. It doesn't have to be the big roaring beast that you anticipate, but we still begin that way. We have so many marches in our lives. We turn many things into marches only to find out that they end, you know, closer to April. They end like lambs. We'll be back with more Tuesday people right after this. We need to con- we need to remind ourselves of that because here's the thing I do all the time and my husband says that uh, I do it. I often will anticipate something with such anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the same thing, right? I'm anticipating right. the lion, right? And I'm always like, well, I can't do this. Like I can't, we can't go on vacation until this is over because I can't think of anything else or I, I, I can't relax until this, this meeting is over or this thing is over or, but, but there's always one. Do you see what I mean? Because once that thing passes tomorrow, there's something else and tomorrow there's something else. So how do we like convince ourselves that, you know, this too shall pass using another, (laughs) another, uh, that's February. This too shall pass. Right, right. Well, <laughs> this too shall pass is a great philosophy, a way to deal with it. But what you're asking basically is 
how do we recognize that the creatures that are out there in the shadows are legitimate creatures, but they're most likely lambs? Yes. To be worried about. And there aren't as many lions as we think. That's the thing that you're talking about. It's not that it's nothing. You know, I don't want to diminish people's worries or woes this way to say that it's nothing at all. None of it matters. Of course it matters. Everything matters to some degree, but it's the degree to which we elevate it into a fearful experience. That's the thing that we need to learn how to control. That's the marchism of the process. And what you're talking about, Lisa, is exactly that. You're saying, okay, this thing is going to be so big that I can't enjoy myself until it's over with. I'm going to put all my focus on solving this thing or dealing with this thing. Well, okay, if you had to cross a field and get past a lion, right? you would do the same thing, right? Yes, yes. He could attack me at any time. I I need to bring a gun. I need to have a a vehicle. I need to, you know, have somebody with me who knows what they're doing. I've got to be prepared for this lion. But if I told you it's just going to be a lamb between you and the other side of the field, you would say, oh, that's no big deal. I'll just deal with the lamb. The lamb gets in my way. I'll go around it. The lamb baas at me. I'll baa back. You know, you're, you're not worried, right? So what is it that turns the lamb into the lion? It's the worry. It's the perspective that we don't have. It's the elevation of our own fears and our own hesitations into uh, what feels like very real threats. Yes, always. Very real threats. That's our fight or flight, right? Right, right. And we're conditioned that way. We're conditioned that way. We have adrenaline glands to accomplish that. So we are geared towards fight or flight, but we don't need to activate that fight or flight as much as we do. We activate it all the time. And, And what happens when you activate it is it responds. It makes all this adrenaline. You get hyper everything. You get anxieties. You get geeked up and you're, you can't sleep. And, and then when you realize that you were just battling a lamb, it takes a while for your body to get out of that. Yep. Recover from it. You can't say, oh, sure. Okay. Everything's back to normal. You, you sent all your gauges up to 50 and uh, they should be at five. Take a while for them to slowly come back down again. It's so embarrassing, though, too. Like sometimes, you know, I'm very uh, reactionary, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> very passionate about things in life. And I think I often go to 50 and then it ends up as a two. And then I'm left going, oh, OK, that was just a lamb. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, that and that's the key is to remember that there are more lambs and lions in this life. If there weren't, none of us would live very long. If, if everything that we were taking on was really a lion, we, we'd all be dead earlier. And in fact, that's probably true for the weakest animals in the, in the jungle, right? Uh, That come in contact with lions. They don't last very long. Right. right? They really have lions. (laughs) Yeah. They have real lions. And, uh, you know, on the other hand, if it's just a lamb, there's nothing really to worry about. Uh, Maury saw this in a microcosm in his classrooms with the way the kids worried about grades. People would come in and, and they would ask, students would ask right off the bat, 
What's your grading policy? What do we have to do for grades? What do we, uh, is there a midterm? Is there a final? How, what's the value of papers? Maury hated that because he just was into the learning experience. So he came up with a very clever idea right at the start to put their minds at ease. This is what it was. If you did all the required work, you get a B, so let's forget about the grade. And if you did more than that, you get an A. And no more worry about the grade as to why or whether you should participate. So basically, you walked in, you did the work you got to be. If you put in anything more, you got an A. Done. I love that. Yeah. No wonder you liked him as a teacher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You knew where you stood. Well, uh, more even uh, during the Vietnam War, when student deferments were a way that kids could get out of serving. But in order, if you had a student deferment, you had to keep a certain grade point average. If you didn't keep that grade point average, they yanked your student deferment and you got drafted into the army. So Maury said, got together with his faculty in the sociology department and said, our protest against the Vietnam War should be that we should give all of our kids A's. Every one of our kids should get an A in every class. That way they never have to worry about getting drafted. I love that. Did that happen? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it happened in his class. I don't think yeah. it happened in, uh, in other classes, but I think he gave everybody A's. But so it would be great if we all had a Maury to <clears throat> make sure that going into a situation, we knew worst that's going to happen is a B, and chances are it's going to be an A. There's not a lot of lions in, in those fields. Right? No. There's not a lot no. of lions lurking when you know you got a B and, and possibly an A if you just put in some extra work. But we are not blessed to have a Maury at the other side of every situation. So the best thing that you can probably utilize is your own experience. Think about how many things in life, starting, remember, I rattled off a bunch of them, how many things in life you have turned into a lion before it happened, only to find out that it turned out to be more of a lamb? Was there a uh, a confrontation you were fearing in work, a discussion that you were going to have to have every with an day, employee or with a with an employer. Oh, this is going to be bad. This every is going day. to be bad. Yeah. Every yeah. day in my life, and yet obviously you still have your job, so they didn't well, all turn today. out to be. <laughs> yeah, today I do. <laughs> they didn't turn out to be. Uh, that may not be the lying. case. Okay. <laughs> Soon, well, if not, we'll do a different show. You know, <laughs> but it could it could be that it could be you know uh, a confrontation with a friend of yours or someone in a social circle mm, you mm-hmm. need to say something and you don't want to say it and don't want to do it, but you know, you need to do it. And the, there's the lion. And then when you finally do it, it's like the person's cool with it. And okay, it was more of a lamb. Oh, that is true. You know, I got a text the other day from a friend that was like out of the blue. I'm not even going to get into it, but it was, um, it was alarming. It was something that they perceived that I did, that I never did intentionally. Like I didn't even know about this thing. Mm -hmm. And when I read it, I was like, I was so panicked, like thinking this person was not going to be my friend anymore. And and I didn't know how to approach them. And I thought, you know what? Go jump right in, just jump right Right. in. And and I did. And, but I was petrified to do it because I didn't want to have this talk, but I'm like, I legitimately knew I didn't do anything wrong because it was not intentional, you know? Um, and, uh, it turned out okay in the end, turned out okay. but Ooh, when you have to open up some of those conversations sometimes, whether it's with your 
friends or spouse or whoever, like sometimes you have to say something that's like a serious talk. Oof. Sometimes it can be scary. Yep. Well, there are going to be situations a lot more when you're younger, um, considerable when you're older, but of a different nature. But they're all going to be situations that get turned into lions by the approach that you take to them. And if you take a different approach, you can't turn them into lambs. And what's the most important thing to remember about all of this and that example I just gave is that you have the power to control a great deal of this. The way that you choose to look at it is the way that it often ends up being. If you turn it into a lion and grapple with it and fight it and wrestle with it and get bloodied by it all at the beginning before you figure out that it didn't need to be that way, then yeah, you're going to feel like you were in a fight with a lion. But if you can take the approach that, hey, I've been through lots of things before that I worried about at the beginning. And in the end, they didn't turn out to be as bad as I thought they were. This is a similar situation in this certain way. It's, uh, you know, talking to another person. I remember when I talked to that other person. It's starting a new this. Well, I remember when I started a new that. It's, it's, it's putting myself in a vulnerable position. Well, I remember when I put myself in a vulnerable position before. And if you draw off your experience and remember that there are more lambs out there than lions, you may not be as petrified going into it. And that will train you for future things, future safaris of your life <laughs> that you go on in terms of uh, what you're going to deal with. So I thought that was a timely little message given the month that we're in. And uh, hopefully wherever you are, certainly not where I am because it's still snowing. Still a lion, right? <laughs> yeah, still a lion here. <laughs> but uh, we're only halfway through the month. But wherever you are, it's approaching more of a lamb all the time. And uh, daylight savings doesn't hurt. No. Makes you feel a little... There's a little more to the day, you know, at the end of the day. I know. It is nice. I like it. I like the light. So we hope that this uh, offers you some comfort as you navigate the path of your life. We do this every Tuesday and hope that you continue to join us. You can find out more about this podcast at wetuesdaypeople.com on the web. I'll give you information about our topics talk to other people about them, etc. past shows that you can listen to. And you can always contact us through there as well. Until we see you again, on behalf of Lisa Goich, my friend and producer of this program, I am Mitch Album saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.